All right, let's go. All right, all right. I want to talk about uh, a, a Swede. A Swede? Yeah, Swede. You know, we had 50 people download us just last week. Mm. So we have 50, oh, listen, all right, 50 people in Sweden listen to us. There's a book being written by a chap named Ulf. I don't know his last name. It's Van Ulf. I don't know. Anyhow, he's writing a book on uh, the very first Swede that came over. And he, his name was Tumba. And was he good? Holy smokes. He was about, he, and big guy too. They said he was about 6'2". He was about, if he wasn't 6'3 or 6'4". And, um, I, and, and he, he, not only was he good in hockey, he was good in... Uh, 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 golf, he was... Uh, he was yeah, a, you looked it up. Yeah, he was like the champion in Swedish golf. He was a champion uh, water, uh, water skier. He, was a cha- he played soccer. He, he led the Olympics in scoring in hockey one year. And, and, he, and I, I shouldn't really like him because he was the first guy to come up with the helmet. Yeah, he invented a hockey helmet. And so he came, like, because everybody kind of thinks that, like, from my kind of thing, I always thought Salming was the first guy to kind no. of come over. But this, he came over in 57. Yeah, and I was at training camp with him, and he was dynamite. He didn't, and they offered him 50 grand to stay. He was, that's how so good he was. So what training camp was that? What city? Boston. Oh, he's with Boston. He was hmm. Boston, yeah. And they offered him 50 grand to stay, and he wouldn't stay. He wanted to play for Sweden. Right, he uh, because if he took the money, then he would be professional, and then back then the Olympics, you couldn't be able to play. So why did he come over in the first place? I, I think he came over just to see what it was like. Oh yeah, I, he I was he wasn't serious. He was having fun, and uh, I think he knew he would, he was just he was just there to, to see how good he was and the whole day. And he was good, believe he, yeah, me. Yeah, he scored a goal in an exhibition game. And then for some reason, he played for the Quebec Aces in the American League and had four points in five games. Well, they were jerking him around, and, and he went back to Sweden. But he wanted to play for Sweden, and he, be, and he was famous in Sweden, which he, I, I think he made the right decision. So, Dad... You're a, you're like a little fortune teller because how much Cindy have we talked about the gloves? Like for the past no. three weeks, we've talked about the gloves. Last week, Ryan O'Reilly gets hit in the glove, it breaks his finger, and he's out. And he'll be out a long time too, and they're paying him, paying him pretty good dough. Yeah, he'll be ready for the playoffs. So, so but, do you think like if he's out that long, he could still skate? With the, like he was probably still yeah, skating, he'll be all right. But does it take him a while to get back in the swing of things? Yeah, he, he, there's a there's a certain uh, I don't I don't know what the word is, but there's a certain gate that you, even even though you skate with the guys and everything, you, you, if you don't play, you, you miss that their play. I don't know what it is, but it it's it's come. Well, they didn't miss him last night. This is Sunday morning. <laughs> every, every, Toronto beat Edmonton. I gotta ask you though, Dad. Edmonton's up three one. Clicking along. Clicking along, and, and to, we won't name the defense because we don't want to embarrass him. He could have went up the boards, could have went around the net, could have carried the puck. Could have kept it? Could have kept it. Nope. He puts it right on Mitch Marner's stick. And right he was the only guy in there. <laughs> right in front of the net. Mitch Marner, Mitch Marner. Of all guys. Now, did, now, as you as a coach, if the guy comes back to the bench, would you say anything to him or he knows that he did the wrong thing? 
What would you well, do? I can't remember. I can't remember. Well, anything. I remember one time that we, we've talked about this before that you went and got mad at a guy was Dallas Smith. We were oh, in De- we were in Detroit. I didn't count him. Yeah, we were in, we were in Detroit for people that didn't know, and uh, the Bruins were up like three yeah. two with about twenty seconds left in the game, and he iced the puck, and and he was. But what got me was about the whole thing. He was a foot from the red line, like back in those days, they was icing the puck. So he was a foot from the red line, iced the puck, face off in our end, back to Mickey Redman, tore the back of the net off, tied oh, it up 3-3. Boy, three, did he ever... three, three, and, no way, Cheevers, I'm glad Cheevers didn't stop that one. He might have been hurt. And then I think you got a little, like you went in after... So I went in, I, it was in the Olympic Gardens, and I went in, and, I, and, and, and everybody knew I was... And I, I, just tell me why. Why would you, why would you ice the puck when you're only a foot away? You know what he said? Shep hollered for the puck. <laughs> Shep hollered for the puck, and you were a foot away. You know, so he threw Greg Shepard under the bus. I I I I had to get out of the room, or I would have killed so him. So they put the camera on the on the bench to see what the coach would say to that kid. That I don't I don't know back. if they were. But a funny thing, eh? They're up three three one going along, and oh. then three minutes later they're down four three. Yeah, and boy, went ping bing, bing, bing. Yeah. It just changed the whole, and and you know, the Leafs could have been had last night. They were three one, and and it was everything was just going along smooth, and and this guy, and there wasn't a guy around him. Put it right on his stick, and boy, what a goal! I know, I like got all the guys to give it to. Yeah, but what a goal that was! Yeah. Though. Hey, I hear they caught the guy that stole his car. Yeah, yeah. Remember that was a big deal. Well, people who don't know, listen to the states. Mitch Marner, he was carjacked this summer in Toronto. Match I was bad. surprised what kind of car he was driving. What but, was yeah. he driving? He was driving a Range Rover. I thought he'd be a you know have a sports car. You know, I oh, and all this and I'm thinking, a Range Rover. Yeah, all right. So they stole it, and he finally got and it they, back. And they caught. I was about so almost not not a year. How ago, did he catch? How did they catch him? Like I don't know. Well, they caught they they caught these guys who are carjacking people, and then they said, "Who have you caught? Like, what are the cars?" And I guess they found the car. And um, I don't know if I'd want the car back again. I know. Yeah. So but anyhow, didn't didn't bother him last night. Scored a day school. Yeah. Oh, I gotta, sure. I'm not knocking guys on on the sports net or anything like that, but I I gotta say, I almost fell off the couch laughing. That so before the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They, they they decided to interview Austin Matthews, and I could see Matthews probably being a little bit annoyed. He, no, he, he was a little. He didn't want to go. He didn't want to go on, but they kept talking about McDavid. So I'm sure he's sick of yeah. talking about McDavid, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you and McDavid, you and McDavid. So he goes on, <laughs> and he's not the greatest interview to begin with. And the guy, I forget who it was, said, "So what's going through your mind right now before the big game?" And you could see. <laughs> Matthew's kind of look going, like, what do you mean? And you can see his mind racing. I got to come up with an answer. Yeah, and you got to come up with an answer. As, um, uh, um, um, uh, well, nothing really. I just, you know, get my stick, tape my stick, and get hydrated. And, <laughs> and he looked at the guy. <laughs> to say, what do you want me to say? <laughs> what do you want? But um, yeah, well, I, I, I know what he wanted him to say, that he's got to get ready for... You know, because, for David, right? Yeah, and I mean, he didn't want to, you know, he was just kind of looking like, this is, you know, we're in the middle, we're in the second <laughs> spot. This game doesn't really mean a lot in the whole deal, but I thought that was pretty funny. But, Dad, I got to ask you, you've always talked about the gloves and stuff like that. And again, Ryan O'Reilly, he's out six weeks with a broken finger. 
Now, there was an incident when you were playing in, I guess it was Rochester. You were playing Quebec. I played for and Rochester. And guy had, you know, the big gloves back then, but it didn't help him. And that was? You know, it was uh, Doug Harvey. And Doug Harvey was fantastic. So he was but, playing in the Quebec Aces. I was, he, and what he was doing playing in the Quebec Aces is beyond me. Well, yeah, Joe Crozier said, well, there's no way we're winning the championship if uh, as long as Doug Harvey's playing for that team. He went out in the third period and broke his hand. Litzenberger was the guy when they went. So no matter what kind of glove he had on. Oh, and, and, he wasn't really a tough guy, Eddie Litzenberger, no, either. Right? He was sort of a gentle giant, wasn't he? I, I don't mean, know. Maybe it was an accident. I don't know. We never asked. It was coincidence. It sounds like something you might do. Uh, you know. no, no, I never. No? never, No, not with my stick. I never, ever did anything like that. And then you broke his hand and he was out. And then did you guys win? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we won. We won. The last five years I played, I played for, for four championships and one final. Wow. You didn't know that, did you? No, very uh, good. I sh- should have told you that before. <laughs> you think? Of- so why, like, like everybody, like you know, like I'm, I, I didn't see him play, but like when they talk about great defensemen, his, oh. his name always kind of goes up there. What was he doing in the American League? Figure this out. They won the Stanley Cup, Montreal Canadiens, and he played for them. He, I think he won seven Norris trophies. Yeah, he's won a whole bunch of Norris trophies. Norris, Nor- Norris trophy. He made the All Star. 13 times in a row and they got rid of him because you know why he got rid of him because he was the type of guy that 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 wanted the the minor leaguers and everybody in hockey be treated right and back then they were not treated right uh, the owners did what they wanted to do they just did so the they owners, just banished him to the american league well they put him to the american league and first of all they they traded him to uh, new york rangers and they made the playoffs for the first time in about six years. They made the playoffs. They offered him $30,000. $30,000, he would have been the top guy paid. He turned it down, and, and he, he was a strange guy. So this was way before the Players Association. Yeah, well, he, well that's what he was trying to do, get yeah. the Players well, Association. He needed Brian Kilray at the uh, go against uh, Eddie Short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eddie, yeah, Brian Kilray was the guy that started the really, really uh-huh. started the Nobody knows that. Yeah, that's but right. But he was, and then he, and then he got a bad back, and he he wrote the Players Association. And they didn't they didn't answer him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but he was the guy. You should tell the story. What happened there? Because you you were there. You yeah. saw it all. Yeah. Sure. Well, let's let, like let's we'll we'll tell that next week for sure. Because we'll okay. get all we'll get yeah. all the information right and stuff but, like that. But, and, but um, so here's the thing, though, Dad. Like you and I were talking about it. So because you said back in in. The NHL, there was six teams, and they only carried five defensemen, right? Five defensemen. So there was... Four played, and, and the other guy spelled them off. So there was 30 defensemen yeah. in, in the NHL, and there was the same in the American Hockey League. So there was a total of 60 defensemen in the top two leagues. Right and, now... And that was the American Hockey League, too. Right now, in the American Hockey League in the NHL, there's 576 defensemen. Because they they carry nine defensemen. Like I I checked the Leafs. Oh, they dress, I see what you They mean, dress yeah. seven and they keep two up there. Yeah. So there's five hundred seventy. So there's more defensemen in the NHL 
right now yeah. than there was total players in the American League and yeah, NHL that's why when they, you played. I, I, I know we back in those days, the, 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 the bosses run, how much money they, they must have been making back in those days. That, uh, but, but Harvey, he went back, though, to St. Louis, right? He, went, he, was, he, was, uh, he was just as good as he was when he played for Montreal Canadiens. So, Cindy and Dad, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Spreads.ca. They're a Canadian-owned online casino and sportsbook. And if you sign up now and use the promo... Oh, there's a lot of them out there now, too. Yeah, I know. They're all over the place. If you use the promo Grapes, they'll uh, match your deposit up to $500. They give you 10 spins on the big wheel and your first... Uh, sports bet, they'll spot you 25 bucks. And, you know, like they, everything that you, pretty much everything you see on there, you could do. Like they have parlay bets where you can go on and bet, you know, first, is, goal. Is, is first goal is Matthew's going to score. Is he going to score in the first period yeah. or the second period? What, what kind of bets do they call those again? They call them prop bets. So prop. prop bets. So you can bet oh. that. And then they have parlay where you can get, you can bet three or four or five or six bets prop bets and then if they all come in you get big odds and stuff like that so so dad i got sydney i, I got i saw a funny video the other day i don't know if you saw it i think it was in the american hockey league a uh, goal was scored and the goalie was mad because it should have been goalie interference and he took a drink of water and when he was done he threw his water bottle and it hit the referee right in the back of the head and i said do you ever do you ever do anything like that i did that in st louis i never never forgot that in st louis I reached back, it was like on the ledge, and I thought it was a little bottle, eh? And it was the big bottle. And I threw it, and it hit, it hit, um, it, I think it hit Brian Lewis. Remember the re- referee, Brian Lewis? Yeah. Hit him on, hit him on the shoulder. And I, and I, I let on, I was talking to the, you know. Yeah, you were pretending you didn't throw it, right? I didn't pretend I didn't throw it. And I looked around and, and about 5,000 people were pointing right straight at me. <laughs> Did you get a penalty? Well, he didn't, couldn't prove that he that I threw it. Uh, he come over and don't do that again. I said I won't. Well, wasn't there an in, wasn't there another incident of uh, something being thrown at a referee, one of your favorite referees? Oh I must say. yeah, that was a good one. I, I I was I was coaching in Rochester, and it was jammed. And as it for, always was in Rochester. As, well, after a while, it was jammed. And it's two levels, so it's a big. It's it holds a lot of people. Oh, it holds a lot of people. It was supposed to hold about six thousand, I think, and I think there was about ten thousand in the place. They they sat on the they sat on the stairs all the way down. Well, the, until the until the uh, one of the owners kicked the yeah uh, one fire of the owners marshal. kicked the fire marshal out. He didn't oh, like where he right, was sitting. Eh? <laughs> Get these guys. Get all the standing room out. Yeah, I and he says, "Is that right?" Eh? And then after that, so anyhow, I'm watching at the very top, and this guy threw an egg. And John McCauley was standing at the far end. I can still see it to this day. He was standing at the far end by the net. And I followed that egg all the way down and hit him right square. <laughs> oh, and I thought he was really mad at me. And I don't know why I thought he was mad at me. Because, you know, the crowd was, boy, that crowd. <laughs> yeah, the Rochester crowd was a pretty yeah, tough crowd. They were, they were a tough crowd. And... Um, he come over and I thought, and he asked for a towel, and I said, "Oh boy, I'm going to get it now." And he says, "Nice shot, eh?" <laughs> I thought that, I never forgot that. Nice you shot. You know what? One thing I remember something like that was uh, when you were coaching high school hockey, and in the that was just starting where the players, well, Bob, I think Bobby Orr started flipping the puck to the linesman. Well, he have it on a stick. Have a stick, but, but they kind of flip it, right? right. So, that is some, so the guys, they get the puck and they just kind of lately flip it and the guys catch it. 
And one of our players, Eddie Scott, Eddie Scott, I remember you went to flip it at the referee who was going to get the puck. And he just smoked the puck <laughs> and hit him right square between oh, the eyes. cut him and everything, yeah. Remember how he fell? I, I was at the game. You know, it was and high school said, hockey. It was fun, though. And he just just completely out. <laughs> he went <laughs> down like a bullet. Blood <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. And then the, he came up, and he, didn't you think he, you, that you told him to do it or something like that? He thought I said him to do it. <laughs> and like, he really felt bad. Yeah, he... he, he I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I was just trying to flip the puck, you know, and then. Yeah. yeah. That was the end of that one. Yep. Okay, Dad, we're going to take some questions from our listeners. And this is Dave from Twitter. Do you remember ever giving a speech before a game to inspire the Bruins? And uh, if you did, what what did you say? I didn't. I, I, you know, I cannot remember one speech I ever gave before. You know what? That's like I used to go into the dressing room before the game with you, and you—I don't ever remember you going in talking to the players before the game. The it's sort of dream. hard to believe, Dad. And there was no music; it was quiet. There was—I I never. I—I I, I can't remember ever going in. I can't remember, but I remember one that I, that was after a game. Oh, I can I, only imagine. I never forgot that one against Montreal. I remember we were down two nothing against Montreal. Uh, in the in the in the semifinals, yeah, and we're down two nothing, and it looked like a you know four straight again. And I said, I am telling you guys, I well, I, I can't do it as good as I did back in those days. I'm telling you guys, we will be back here for the seventh game. I don't know, and then you'll be on your own. That was I had too many <laughs> men on the ice, but I am telling you, we will be back here for the seventh game. Anyhow. I, and by God, we were back for the seventh game. And I, I remember I, we were on the we were on the plane, and I said to the stewardess, I said, "Do you have those little glasses that look like a champagne glass for a party and that?" Said, yeah, I said, "Now break out the champagne and give everybody." And I said, "I must have been nuts." Stand in the, the tile. This is for the seventh game. We're we'll be back here. We'll be back here for, for the seventh game. So I remember. Speech after the game, but I don't remember any before. I'll tell you a guy that uh, who really who really believed in speeches before was Punch Imlach, and Punch was really good. He was he was best coach I ever played for. I tell you, boy, he was he had everything going. First of all, he came in, he had fifteen hundred dollars in one bucket, and he said, "This is what these guys are trying to take from you." You know. Fifteen hundred bucks. Well, when you see the cash, all of a sudden it puts a different perspective yeah, on you it, know, right? You see all the cash. These guys are trying to take this from you. Oh yeah, and 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 we were hard and you were making five thousand a year. Yeah, so. making forty five hundred, I think. And uh, and then he'd have a spikes. He'd have a spikes, and he'd have a hammer, and he, and he we we win the first period. Bang, and he bang in. They say, all right, we got two more to go. Like where would he bang it into a table or something? Oh, like- and the. Probably on the now. Let me think. Where did he bang them in? He banged them in on the medicine. There was a medicine table, but it was flat. Then yeah, Maggie and then doing, he hammered in, saying yeah, he won the first period. And and that's what he did. So I mean, you see, you see a guy like that has inspirational, you know, comments before the game. And what did you do before the game? Like, didn't that inspire you? Like, you didn't you did didn't I, wash. You did didn't I watch in? the, the I don't, warm up even right. I, I didn't don't watch think, the warm up. I don't think give them speeches. You know what I did. You know why I did, Cindy? Yeah, I because I'm, when I when I I mean the guy's given a 
you have to give a war. You have to give a warm up for me to get ready. I have to give a. If you can't be ready, if you, if you need the coach to to, to inspire you, you yeah. figure. But I remember that seventh game, boy. Yeah, because I, I like I don't again. I used to go in the dressing room beforehand. I remember, but like I do remember in Rochester. Uh, before the game, there was that that little stick room, like there were around down, the back, around yeah. the back, right? And then you'd be back there, and then I remember Battleship Kelly was there, and Rod Graham, and and uh, Zimmy wouldn't come in. I, Some I of the players, the... and they would, and you guys were just kind of kibitzing. You guys yeah. were like, I I don't remember you, Dad, doing it, but I remember when you and Harry were battling, and you were, um, and you're going in to play Pittsburgh. And for some reason, oh, yeah. Harry came in and started to write the oh, lineup. I was, in, I was, uh, I was uh, uh, teetering then. How about teetering then? Yeah. But I knew we we'd be bit Pittsburgh. We did. We because well, one of those things you always say somebody has somebody's number. Cheevers had Pittsburgh's number. Yeah. Remember, like you, they pour sixty shots on him, and they couldn't Didn't get a, they couldn't get a pee by him. But I remember because there was a chalkboard yeah. in the or a whiteboard on the Bruins dressing room, and the only thing that was written is. Next practice time and when the bus left. That was yeah. it. Get and, six sticks ready. Yeah, that was it. And then uh, Harry came in. I remember I was there and you told me to get out. And Harry was in there and he was writing the and writing what the, the line. What was that guy's name? I forgot his name. Anyhow, there was one guy that got a hat trick early on us, but he'd been sent down. And Harry had him on the board. And and uh, and one of the guys went uh, and I went like that and he said this guy you have to watch and the guy and wasn't even he playing. was in the minors oh, and, but anyhow and, and i made a big mistake there i i made a lot of mistakes i i let the guys write on the board are you kidding three straight <laughs> four three, straight yeah three, four was- straight and, and no no problem at all and and harry and no i won't say the guy's name come in he was a squealer and he saw all the stuff. Yeah, I'll say it was when Tom Johnson came yeah. in, and then he saw it, and then and he went right back up and told Harry. <laughs> I knew I was fired. It didn't matter what I was, and I knew I was gone. But um, we be- we beat them three straight. I you know what I remember that game. I remember uh, uh, Schmatzy got into a fight with uh, with Dale Talon. Oh yeah, and he and he um, wrecked his shoulder. Yeah, right behind the net. Yeah, and yeah, I remember Bobby that game. Bobby Schmatz was throwing. Throwing fights and oh, well, he, he was a pretty good fighter. Was he? Oh. Except once. Yeah, they kept showing it over and over, over again. and over and over and over again. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah, that was the time he got in a fight with Mario Tromley. Right. And and Mario Tromley cut him, and uh, kept showing that over and over and over again. But they wouldn't show the Bouchard. Wouldn't show Bouchard and and uh, and Jonathan fight. That's what got me. Oh, that's when you ran back into the studio. Yeah. Yeah, I ran back. I ran, I never, I, boy, I must have been nuts in those days. I ran back and I, I went in the studio. Now, the, now remember, the folks, this is during, this is, he, you're, you're coaching on the bed and you run back in the hockey night in Canada. It was just studio, around the corner. Studio. In, in, in the forum. In the forum. Yeah. And because they're not going to show the Bouchard fight, but yet yeah, they oh, show poor Oh, that a big Smotsy. thing in Boston. Remember that there? Yeah, we told that. Like, we thought it was a big uh, Hockey Night in Canada conspiracy that yeah, they did show cons- that a Montreal Canadian got beat up by a brew and they wouldn't show it. Yeah. And, and your buddy boy, Ralph boy. Malby was the executive producer yeah. then saying, who is that guy? <laughs> well, they knew who it was. And uh, I read back, are you going to show that one? Are you going to show that? Oh, boy. And Ralph said, shouldn't you be coaching? Yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, shouldn't you you be coached out on the bench? Never mind me coaching out on the bench. Here, the play was on. Like, the play was on. It's hard like to I, believe, Dad. I know. It's hard to believe. What a cuckoo I was. <laughs> <laughs>